What is up, everyone? Welcome to the MyBible.Works podcast. I'm your host, Cub Cooker. We have an awesome episode planned for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about the power of prayer or empty words. It's up to you. So stick around. Let's roll that intro. Welcome to the MyBible.Works podcast. I'm your host, Cub Cooker. In this tribe, we believe God reveals secrets to us and we expect spiritual treasure. The kingdom of God is in our midst, inside us and around us. We are thankful to have been given much and know we will receive even more. We renew our minds daily through scripture and the power of prayer. We manifest our faith through thought, emotion, prayer, and action. We believe the Word of God is highly effective and sharper than any sword. Welcome and smash that subscribe button. And welcome back. Cub Cooker here. I'm your host and mentor for the MyBible.Works podcast. This is an awesome podcast. If you've never been before, this is a mindscape. This is to uh, dive into the Bible, discover what it has to say for our lives today. And uh, what we do is we do this every single day. We dive in, we look at what God's word says, and we look at how it is applicable to our lives today. So without further ado, we're going to dive in, look at James 4.15. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. So what I'm talking about today is this is part two in a series that we're doing. It's going to be about a seven-part series, and this is on the power of prayer. So today we're going to look at a very unique part of this kind of six-part wheel that we have drawn out here. Uh, it's almost like a, a star of David, if you will, uh, and it has six different parts, which we're going to look at here in just a second. Um, and I'll make sure that on mybible.works we share uh, the image of this. This is just uh, a simple geometric image, uh, no symbolism behind it other than just uh, to map out kind of this method of prayer so that we make sure our prayers are direct and correct and uh, reach God with the correct intention so that our hearts are aligned with his will. That's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Uh, and so James 4.15, instead you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Philippians 2.13 says, for it is God who is working in you both to will and to work according to his good purpose. So God is working in us to define our will and help us will things and work for things work for ministries, for businesses, for people, for the glory of his kingdom, our will aligning with his. The will is a powerful, powerful thing. Our will can manifest all kinds of different things in our life. Uh, it can manifest obesity. It can manifest uh, drug addictions. It can manifest uh, pornography addictions. It can manifest all kinds of different things if we let it. And so it is God who is working in you both to will and to work according to his good purpose. So the will, our will, is a very powerful thing. And so we, as we dive in and look into prayer today, into this first part of the sixth part, this is episode two of this, uh, the last episode was an introduction. So if you haven't listened to that, the introduction will give you all these parts kind of laid out together. 
And here they are. Uh, I wanted to just go through these. So praying like Jesus in love and light. This is what we talked about yesterday. Discover the will of God, the act of prayer as an exchange of ideas with the creator. Seeking a higher existence. Deep desire to understand ourselves as spiritual beings. Power of positive thought. Choosing to align our thoughts with our goals fully. Control and thankful emotional energy. Ebbing waves of intentions out and a tide of gratitude in. Universal law of creation. The law of divine oneness. Every atom inside us is connected to the rest of the universe. And exercising our faith. Faith as an actionable action in our life as proof of belief. And all six of these are what Christ himself practiced. We see them in the scripture. We see it in the way he spoke, the way he walked, the way he taught his disciples and the actions that he took. Uh, so it's very important that we align ourselves with these six elements of prayer here and pray through love and light that Christ sacrificed himself so that we could step into right now. So. This is, I, I think, one of the most important things we can figure out as Christians or as believers. And if you're not a believer and you're here for the first time, welcome, first off. Uh, I just want you to know that you're welcome here and that this is an open community for anyone, literally. You do not have to be a Christian to be here because I hope this gives you an insight into who God really is. And this is not a church thing here. This is not uh, a scholarly thing here. This is to open your mind, relax yourself into something higher than yourself, and let the music take you, let the words take you. And so that's what we do here every single day on mybible.works. This is not a Bible club. This is a community of people who just want to seek higher and understand what God's word has to say about who we are, how we're connected to others and what God is in the scheme of all of this. And that is what we're here to do, guys. So we're not here to judge anyone or say I'm right and you're wrong. We are here as perpetual seekers of the truth. And so that's what we're here through love to do. Uh, jumping back in here, discovering the will of God is what we're going to focus on today. Of those six elements, discovering the will of God, the act of prayer as an exchange of ideas with the Creator. And so prayer is not a one-way street. It is an exchange of ideas. And so when we exchange ideas with God, we receive ideas from God. This is not just God, I want this. This is, again, a conversation as we learn and we grow and we deepen our understanding, our alignment with God's will. So Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So this is super important because the word of God is kind of how we figure out who God is. It's what we have and so the Bible can point us to who God is and what his will really is. It is living and active. This is not just an old document. We don't hold it as just an old document. 
We find other scriptures all the time that are just as powerful and they tie in with the Bible. Uh, you know, lately we've been going through some of the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Nag Hammadi scriptures. Um, and so all of these tie together to build this beautiful narrative that's always changing and living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, not as a weapon, but as a way to divide our soul and spirit, our joints and our marrow, so that we can discern the thoughts and intentions of our heart and align ourselves with the heart of God. We can divide so we can unite. We divide ourselves so that we can unite with each other and God. And I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So 1 John 2, 16 through 17, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride in possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. This one is so powerful, guys. And this imagery, if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see the imagery, but on the video, we have a video of this guy in front of a fire and uh, he's, he's kind of a warrior and he's, he's bent down, he's got a sword and he's kind of praying over the fire here. And so I love this because the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride in possessions is not from the Father but is from the world. And guys, this is essentially our human experience is not from the Father. What we see, our pride in possessions, our desires, of the flesh. This isn't just talking about sexual stuff. This is talking about uh, the actual desires that we function in as humanity. The desire for control, the desire to have organization and structure and governments, the desire to use monetary system, the desire to have friends and the desire to uh, have places that we can go and congregate, the desire to have physical buildings for our church worship, the desire to uh, have a home to live in. All of these things are from our flesh. It is not from the Father, but from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. We know that. You can't build a house without watching it fall down. This promise is just manifest in everything we see around us. You build a brand new house. We just moved into a new house. There's already cracks in all the walls. We know that this is true because we can see it. So, how do we do, are we just these horrible sinful things? Or do we need to look deeper? Beyond our flesh, deeper into ourselves. Not from the world, knowing that the world is passing away. Whoever does the will of God abides forever. I want to abide forever. So I want to discover what the will of God is. And that's what we're talking about today. I'm not here to tell you how to live or what to do or anything like that. Just simply open your mind so you can continue your journey in seeking God's will for your life. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. By testing, guys. By testing. We have to be transformed. We can transform our lives. We're going to talk more about this on another one of these steps in the thought section of these uh, six different steps or six different parts of our prayer method here. 
but renewing our mind, we can renew our entire life. That means letting go of old ideas and thoughts and conceptions and renewing our mind by what the Word of God says, by what the will of God is. We can test everything in our life and discern what the will of God is, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Christ died to set us free into this truth, into love and light. And so we can figure this out and test things through that sacrifice. We have the ability to do that. We don't have to live in that flesh. And I'm not telling anyone to go sell your home or all your possessions. I'm talking about selling your mental possessions, renewing your mind, letting all of it go and following Christ and truth. Matthew 6, 6. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. Now this is a, an incredible idea here, guys. The idea of, you know, I pray all the time when I'm driving around and uh, when I'm just walking around the house or even when I'm on the phone or on hold waiting, you know, for someone to answer. And so the idea of actually taking a time and a place to go into secret and share your heart with the Father, he sees in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. It says very clearly here. He sees all, right? But maybe we have a closet at home. Maybe we have an office maybe we have i have my backyard we have this this field behind us and i go out into that field and i pray and i walk around and, and i speak words and i listen i listen to the wind i listen to the the cornfield behind us it rustles when the breeze blows and i can hear god and i hear him and in my heart changes like that there's ideas and thoughts and things that i thought i knew and wanted and they'll change in an instant out in that field, in a private place, in secret. In secret. And he does reward. It's amazing, guys. Romans 8.26, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought to. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Here's another major, major clue into prayer, guys, is we don't have to have the words all the time. We're going to talk about this more in another part, uh, not the thought section, but the emotion section of this, uh, this prayer method that we're talking about. I don't even like to call it a method because I think once we get it all together, you'll see that it's not a one, two, three step thing. It is kind of this ideology, this heart condition on how we pray. It's an alignment and a oneness through love, not a one, two, three method that proves results. It's a way of rewiring our minds, our hearts, our emotions, our wills with God so that our prayers are meaningful and connective and deep and powerful. God wants to manifest his power through us and he can't do that if our hearts are so hardened to what we want and the things that we think we need, that he can't manifest miracles through us. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, 
for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. That one's deep, guys. Think about that one yourself. What does that mean for the Holy Spirit to essentially translate for you? Matthew 6, 7, And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. We don't have to have many words, guys. Let's just align our, our wills with God will, God's will. Let's exchange our will for God's will. We have the Holy Scriptures we can look at. We have the example of Christ. We have other prophets who have come to speak. We can even be prophets ourselves if God wants us to be, if he wants to speak through us. We can rewire everything that we think about religion and spirituality and prayer and start actually stepping into what the Word of God says about prayer. Do not heap up empty phrases. Don't think that you'll be heard for your many words. 1 Peter 2.15 For this is the will of God that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. I wanted to include this one because this is the will of God, to do good and put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. If there's one thing we see in the Bible, God loves to prove his power through his children to ignorant people or people who are not willing to shed their prior conceptions of religion or process or any structure that we've built through our flesh. He loves to silence those people. And I think that's very powerful. The final prayer I want to share here is a literal prayer you can use. You may have heard it if you've gone to uh, any denominations that say this is a regular part of uh, their tradition. Uh, this is one that um, we I grew up saying in the Methodist church and my family was Catholic. So um, the Catholic church says this a lot as well. And so I really wanted to include this because Matthew 6, 10 through 13, chapter six, verses 10 through 13, is one prayer that we should pray all the time and really pray through the spirit of it, not, not just the words. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. We'll look at that just real quick before we sign off here. Our Father in heaven, in the heavens, in the heavenly realms. His name is holy. His name is held high. Your kingdom come. Come now. Come upon us now. Come through us now. Your will be done. Not your, not my will, but your will. Your will. Your will is what matters. Make it on earth as it is in heaven. Take care of our needs. Forgive us. Help us to forgive others. Don't allow us to be tempted and deliver us from darkness. Questions for the day. Do you pray with intention of hearing from God? 
Do you pray with expectation of exchange from God's will into you? Will you approach God differently now in prayer than before this session? Hope you guys have enjoyed today's lesson uh, or session. I like to call them sessions. They're not lessons. I'm not here to teach anyone. I just am here to do a session and lead us through a meditation, through a time of introspection, through some ideas and exchanges together that maybe we haven't uh, we haven't peeked upon ourselves because that's what this community is about: mentoring each other, seeking higher, and deepening our faith in God. I love you guys. Hit that subscribe button if you want to help support this ministry. That's the best way. And share this with a friend. I love you, and I will see you on the next one. Peace. Tribe, if you enjoyed that episode, be sure and hit that subscribe button. That's the best way you can support us here on the channel. If you love growing in love and finding out more about God in the heavenly realms, then head over to mybible.works and engage in our free community. Let's grow in truth together.